Oh, hey, what happened to the uh, book club episode? I thought it was going to go up. I realized it yesterday that it so hadn't. Much. It, okay, so here's the thing with it. Are the, you trying to no, edit, no, Jake, Fran? Jake, no, Jake, here's, here's the issue. The video, because I used the uh, capture card, the Radeon capture uh, settings that I have with the graphics card that I have, the audio from there sounds like it's being played from behind a fan on high. So it's just... Mm. But here's what I had to do to get the audio. All right. So you cannot record two mics in one area, or you cannot, in Skype, you cannot have two mics in one area. You know how we tried setting that up like right after I got the Scarlet and it pissed yeah. me off to no end? Do you know how I got it to work? Because Fran decided she wanted to just come over and record. Right. So it was me and Fran side by side. There was Kenzie. There was uh, Chris on their uh, in their setup. So what I had to do... I had my Scarlet set up for me. I drug this over and plugged it in for Fran. And you know that voice meter thing that said it was supposed to allow you to record multiple channels? Yeah. Or have multiple channels coming through Skype? That is true. But when they mean multiple channels, they don't mean a multi-channel recorder. Two separate mics, two separate uh, XLRs getting plugged into two separate places. So I had both the Scarlet and the Zoom hooked up. And I guess I, don't, I didn't have Fran's settings high enough or we didn't double check it beforehand. I'm not sure what happened, but her audio is so soft mm. for most of it. I'm trying to fuck it up. I'm trying to fuck with it, but it's not. It's And then, you know, she got a new place, so they had to move all yeah. last week. And so we haven't recorded that. And it's just, it's been, it's been a fucking task trying to get it set up and the worst part uh one of the people that i was wanting to have on it but they have medical issues constantly a goddamn multi-pointed list <laughs> it's like fuck yes like goddamn she needs to be on the actual show because fuck that's some that's some structure so yeah it's uh, it's got a while to go before it's usable right yeah it's yeah, I don't know what's going on with it, but it sure ain't that great. <laughs> but hopefully I'll get it sorted out at some point. Cool, cool. I was just curious. So, wow, we are both tired, ain't we? Uh, dude, I'm usually like this, and then with the added stress of trying to get a passport. Yeah. Like, dude, I would try to go on lunches, and it wouldn't work out. I left early, not this past Thursday, but the Thursday before, I left work um, just a little bit early. I think it was that day. Yeah. So I got in there actually kind of quick, right? Because I was going to the post office over on 21st South and Redwood because they accept walk-ins. And a lot of the others where you have to make an appointment were like three weeks out. Yeesh. I'm like, well, that's not going to jive. So I had to keep trying to go back to the same spot. And so... I went and I thought that my military ID would count at, you know, in place of a birth certificate. Yeah. The passport office determined that was a lie. So, um, the one time I got in did there you quickly, just I did, I did. <laughs> I've been using that quite a bit, but, um, it sucked so bad, dude. Yeah, it did. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, I tried again on Friday but that was a shit show. I didn't try on this past Monday because I was like, I don't want to, you know, let's have a day of not dealing with this because the weekend I had Ramblers. And then Tuesday I went in to try 
and it was like I was in boot camp all over again because I was like the only white dude in there. And I'm not saying that to be an asshole. There were four different Latino families, families <sighs> sitting in there waiting to get into that office. I'm like, this shit ain't happening on lunch. It's it's, it's nah. just not. Um, and then, the, um, you near, yeah, that's kind of shit. You just need to take a fucking day, say, fuck it. I'm going to do it, which is what I did on Wednesday. I was at, I stayed for my Costco or my, um, yeah, my call with Costco and I left at 1030, got over there. I was done by fucking 1115 <laughs> and I knew that she would happen. I was calling it. I'm like, I, I it's like, I know that if I take an entire day, it's not going to take an entire day in there. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to take an entire day just in case I yeah. need it. Right. I, and so that was done kind of quick. And I was like, well, I could just go back to work or, or I could go get a new debit card because my debit card was janky as fuck. Like it had two different tears oh, yeah, on two different bent. parts. And it was slowly going this yep. way to where the strip was eventually just going to fall off. Also, Jake, your your wallet is busted. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, it's a brand new wallet. Oh, okay. So you don't have your fucking goddamn brick anymore. No, I don't. I don't do the bricks anymore. Dude, no. it. I don't. I never understood how you could sit down. Yeah, me either. It is the only thing I could understand. Like when it comes to how you love your baggy ass pants. Like, yeah, because you can actually sit down with your wallet. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't keep. I don't keep shitload of stuff in my wallet anymore. So never made sense that people did that. But um, but I have my social in my wallet for fucking ever, so I can't say yeah, shit. Same. But anyway, so I was like, I need to get this debit card. I haven't been able to do it because I work banker's hours and yep. it just never yep. worked when out, you work right? The business hours, you're fucked on every it's the same way when I was needing to get my permit. Yeah. It's glorious working eight to five, but it also sucks sometimes. It sucks when you try to do adult level shit. Yeah. So I went ahead and I got that taken care of. So I was done by noon and I was like, I could go back to work. Or me and Sarah could go get lunch. Yeah, that sounds good. And then after lunch, I was like, I could go back to work. There's no sense. Or I could go home and mow the lawn. (laughs) So I went home, got changed to mow the lawn. I may have tried to nap for like 15, 20 minutes on the recliner. I don't know how you people can do that. What? Nap. Dude, I can't. Dude, if I try to nap, I snore and wake myself up, or I drool and wake myself up. There's always something oh, that wakes me up. let not forget the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, various, like, Michael J. Fox twitches. Yeah. Um, and so, I, dude, whenever I try to nap, I can't nap. I'm all... There's a, something always wakes me up. You know what's really weird? It sucks. Right before I go to sleep, I start... I stop automatically swallowing, so I kind of <laughs> choke a bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fucking annoying just like <laughs> fuck so like, get like, like you get those like teary eyes and shit yeah. so then i mowed the lawn i just i just went ahead and did that i didn't weed eat which i probably should have but whatever so i at least Dude. mowed i didn't spend my time playing world of warcraft like i really wanted to <laughs> uh but so since I had like that long weekend, like I've been wanting to try just because I love the way Pip likes long grass. So I was trying to keep, you know, the shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because Annie's kind of that work. way. It didn't work. It looked like trash. And of course, neighbor lady wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. This neighbor lady? Yes. Yeah. Oh, God damn. Just will not mind her own fucking business. 
Seriously, it's goddamn ridiculous. Especially, the thing is, though, this was after I volunteered this. I was like, yeah, this didn't. I was just out there, you know, just to be out there. I was like, yeah, shit, I need a weedy. That didn't work. I really was hoping, because the first couple times it did, it looked, it didn't look horrible, because I actually, you know, topiaried yeah. it. Nah. And then apparently, like, the first thing she told mom when she got back was talking shit on it. I was like, fucking shit, lady. She is straight up fucking suburbia. Yeah. It took two and a half hours. Damn. Yeah. Here's the shocker. Just for the backyard? Holy shit, dude. Here's the thing. I didn't have to change the spool until I was just about done. Dude, that spool takes... that it came with was great. Oh, no, no, no. The spools it comes with are great. Everyone I bought goes to shit in no time. Dude, it takes me two hours to lawn and weed eat. Jesus. Our lawn. Well, your front one yard's kind of big. One hour to mow front and back, yeah, and then an hour to weed. front, probably 15 back. That's not that No, big. it's not really? even, yeah. It's not Split even that. Even, Actually, huh? the, the backyard probably takes a little bit longer because the way I, well, I mean, both the front and backyard, I divvy it up into sections because I've, I've decided this that? year- well, kind of, but this year I've also decided to let it grow a little more before I first yep. cut it, hoping that maybe that'll keep it from dying so As fucking fast, quickly. Yes. Um, so, like, if you're looking because at the front yard... Because there's more cover for the dirt. Like, there's, yeah. yeah, there's more shade. So, if you look at the front yard, I do the right-hand side, like, between the house and the bushes. I do that first, and then I do... um that side bit. Let's see. And then, no, actually, I'll leave the other two-thirds of it all as one different thing. And then the backyard, like, whenever you walk through the gate, they're on the left-hand side. I do that small strip, and then I do the square from the um, the the landscaping that the previous dude did. And then I do another square, and then I do another square. especially when... content. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Dude, it takes me 30 minutes to mow the whole thing. Yeah. Like even with Pitt's visual in an audio medium. Even with Pip's goddamn fucking like tiger traps that she's put up because the grass will grow over it so it's covered and you won't realize it's there until you or the mower falls in. <laughs> it's fucking annoying. I, uh. I think um Yeah. Uh I don't know. Anyway, yeah. any um, sponsored World of Warcraft content you want to talk about? I noticed you were doing some stuff yesterday, but... Yeah, I'm leveling up uh, my pally. Can I tell you that I really love the Goblin Rogue stealth animation? I hate it. I love it, I dude. I hate it. I was doing fucking uh, Jaina on my... On Licious. Yeah, you were. <laughs> God. And uh, so, of course, you get, you know, race changed. God, I cannot stand I the actually sneaky, loved it. sneaky. I hate it. it. I, I hate goblins I love, in general. I like, think it's because I love my gnome too much. Yeah, That and also the best kick animation in game, hands down. Nobody can beat it. What, you have fucking night elves with a roundhouse kick and shit? Like, no, no. Fucking just windmill kick. Just whoop. You um, Chun-Lee some motherfuckers. <laughs> Uh, also, I was running around Northern Barrens, and I'm like, holy shit, the grass is taller than my goblin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that that was Warsong all the way, dude. Like, seriously, it took for... Like, people, by default, did not hit V 
to show nameplates mm-hmm. when it was introduced. I don't know if it was always a function, but I could sit during Burning Crusade in a log. Okay, I could clip into a log as my no as my rogue, not stealthed, and nobody would attack me. Like it, as in not stealth. So you, if you had V, you could see my nameplate, and there I am, just sat inside a log, because all the hunters will have like little you know, flares, you know, do fucking track stealth. It's like okay, there they are, stealth sat, <laughs> and then run. <laughs> if am- you're lucky, if you're lucky. Because you had to go subtlety to be able to set. Oh my god! All this stuff. I was going to ask you classic. which one do you like more about the the rogue, the assassination, subtlety, or uh, outlaw? Here's the thing. Because I'm playing assassination right now, but I'm like subtlety might be great. Here's the th- here's the thing when it comes to this. Okay, back in the day, this is how assassinate assassination rogues. This is why this was such a good class. When it was abbreviated, they used mut instead of the easy ass. People did not make a simple joke when they were discussing how good fucking mutilate rogues were because, you know, everything was built around the ability to mutilate. That should tell you something. There was sub, no, and mute. <laughs> you do not play combat. Combat's one of those things. You you did if you were wanting to make a fucking uh, a dodge tank build, and that was about it. Or PvP because if you... Uh, if you use the talent for, if you uh, get the mace talents, you get like a, I think it's a three or five percent chance to stun somebody with a hit. So you have your main hand with your slow little that, and you have a quick, either a quick like a dagger, dagger or another fucking mace, and you're just like, stun, 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 sat. <laughs> yeah, so I'm trying to decide if I want to stick with assassination or switch over to subtlety. Subtlety's fun. Is you it? can teleport to motherfuckers from a while away. When you're close enough, your stealth backstab turns into a different attack. It will teleport to them and stun them. That or was that just in Legion? It could have just been in Legion. I can't remember. But not nah, in the stun part. Yeah. Uh, you have utility for days. Like, you really do. It's great. I like subtlety. Especially because uh, you do more damage with your... You can get that talent, which you ha- you can still use your stealth things three seconds after stealth. Which is great because you can just tab, cheap shot, tab, cheap shot, tab, that, cheap shot. Or if shot. you had like a dot, whenever the dot or, runs up, it's not going to automatically put you into non-stealth. No, 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 no. That's no. Oh. Well, that also helps a bit too, but no, this is for opening. Oh, okay. Also, you have an ability that activates that activates your stealth bar, so you don't you're not in stealth, mm. but you can do everything in stealth, which really sucks because in my stealth. Bar my uh, kick, my five, my inter- my silence is pickpocket. I was going to say, so I, I try pickpocket to, a I lot. I try to fucking interrupt somebody, but I was like, no pockets to pick. Fuck! <laughs> yep. Because, yeah, that's like one of the abilities. Shadow Dance, it activates your stealth bar, so you can do all your stealth abilities. But, you know, it's not as fun. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, the fact that you can only stun somebody so many times before they become immune to it. Not many people deal with that except rogues because you have blind strike. You have like, uh, yeah, the blind strike, which will stun them for a bit. You have a kidney punch. You have cheap shot. And if you build up your combo points into a cheap shot, 
and use it, you know, because that's a fucking yeah. six-second stun. Then right when they get out, Shadow Dance, Kidney Punch. <laughs> and then attack them, Kidney Punch. That is a fu- Like, seriously, uh, I use my subtlety in not a DPS topping way, but is it a C- I think the best utility is utility, is survivability. My Warlock will always fucking do the, the AoE stun no matter what just to... Just to give the tank some breathing room. My fucking rogue, I'll shadow dance and kidney punch, tab, kidney punch, tab, kidney punch, tab, kidney punch. And you're like, pat, 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 pat. Just fucking just knock everybody in the ribs. I give everybody UTIs, dude, seriously. <laughs> but but no, like, yeah, so I'm trying to level up Arlen. Uh, not Paladin. I'm doing a lot of island expeditions. Having, dude. I can't bring myself to do them. I know Dude. I could do them on Zoom. So but. I have the, uh, I have the. Well, the main reason you want to do it is the more things you kill, the more things can drop. I know, but like dude, my things. druid has a higher heart of Azeroth level than Zoom does right now. <laughs> it's sad. Dude, I think it's like level forty-two. Jesus, on my druid. Well, I think it's, it's forty or thirty-nine. To, it's easier on to Zune. get it now. now so, yeah. uh, and but, I haven't played Zoom in a minute. And I. Uh, so other than yesterday, here's the thing with him. He has. I'm gonna hate the moment I hit 116. It's gonna be the hardest thing in the world on this character. The worst. Why? I loved. Now it was hard on my bear druid because he had. Uh, he was a range tank. His fucking melee range when he had the legendary on was 15 yards. That was his melee range. And most mm. people that root you and then move out of your melee range go 10 yards. So it didn't affect me. If I never interrupted roots that, that casters did, that you know yeah. uh, mob casters did, because I could still punch him in the face. But uh, on Arlen, he has a legendary that gives you two more people get hit by Avenger's shield. Right. And I have the thing, uh, I have the talent, which gives you one more person. So it hits three people instead of two or four people instead of whatever. And I just got an Azerite uh, talent that hit, gives me one more person. Hmm. I am hitting either six or seven people with my Avenging Shield. Damn. <laughs> I am going to hate leveling up to 16 because 116 because that's when you lose your Legion legendaries. Your legendaries. Yeah. I, uh, I made my Maghar Orc Hunter. Right, great, great fucking story. Yeah, wasn't that it? was that was really rad. And of course, I named her Bork to keep up with the whole naming convention. So I was like, you know what? I'm curious. I got onto Google and I was like, you know, I just Googled what a good rare um, hunter pet would be that's found in Durotar. It doesn't matter anymore, really, dude. I know, but I found one and it said Death Flayer. It was a Scorpid because I was wanting a tank pet, and I was like, all right, well, cool. So I found it and you know I tamed it. I was doing a mission and was in a cave, and my scorpid transformed into that. Ha! Because the scorpid is called Death Flare. Huh? Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Okay, so basically what he's showing is the metamorphosis uh, uh, thing that warlocks used to have. Back before they got rid of it because Demon Hunter's metamorphosed now. Yeah. That's what he was showing me, and it's fucking cool. Dude, I was like... 
Was, was is this some, like? Is this like? Uh, it, I didn't know if maybe it was someone just maybe t- transformed it, or did you click on it to see if it had any? No, buffs? it just happened during a fight. Oh, I was just doing a fight with some burning hand in a cave and doing a mission. Oh, I thought you. Okay, and it just for some transformed. Reason I thought you said you were in Wailing Caverns. That's why no. I, said, I thought. It, oh, dude. no! And my Scorpid just transformed into that mid battle. Did it change back? Yeah. No, oh. I know, right? But I was like. Uh, did you fucking like get up? Wow, help! I'm like, uh, no, actually, help? I, I I didn't. But I've also thought about looking it up, being like, does the Death Flare meta morphize? Hunter pet transform into demon. Yeah. Oh, so no, that was I was like, holy shit, dude, that was pretty awesome though. And much like the coffee that I am trying to drink to wake up, that opening was cold as fuck. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of A Brother's Quarrel. That's Jake. That's and we are finally fucking done. Oh, I fucking did not like go like slogging through Game of Thrones. I did not like it whatsoever. Shock, I know. I, I was didn't able like to getting it. angry about it. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it. I'm sorry, but I, I still think. I wish I, I no. It. I genuinely wish I liked it more. There was just too many problems for me to actively like it. And I, I'm not going to shit on somebody for liking it. We will not discuss the things I will get angry about shitting on. But we're not having this discussion okay. again, Jake. We're not okay. having the discussion of the darks, okay? Oh, God! The lighting discussion there. We're not having oh. that anymore. Okay. Fuck! That was, that was no! That was no! What the <laughs> fuck, Bob? <laughs> Once again, you prove that you are the truly terrible one of the two of us and not me. No matter how many times that you may listen to that story that I tell whenever it was me, you, Jason, and Omar, you're still the terrible one. Yeah, no. No, there's no way on that. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I now love that it because on that one, that. Claywell is just like, no, we're moving past it. And you're like, no, the fuck we're not. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, dude. Dude, that like 10, 15 minutes of that episode was, and then of course telling the Cyber Ninja story. That was, was quality content right there, bro. Love. Okay, so, so we're gonna uh, have ourselves a bit of a and uh, just a just a recharge episode. The funny thing was, I was expecting this to only be like a forty minute episode. We it just spent twenty minutes talking about Wow B. But anywho's. I was going to say, we've still got like 30 minutes before we have since, to worry about as stopping, always, so we got time. Uh, Jake has his bi-weekly, monthly... <laughs> Massage. Uh, don't check your... I just texted you the thing. Don't click on it yet. Uh, his bi-weekly, monthly <laughs> massage. So I was wanting to do this rather quick, so I said, you know what? That's what she said. I've had a horrible couple of weeks at work, or a horrible week. I thought part of it is because I wasn't walking anymore, you know, and you get that little, that that yeah. uh, withdrawal thing. But no, nah, it's just straight fucking anxiety and nerves. Uh, but anyway, I was, I figured we'd do a couple fun things. Like, you know, finally get back into What the Fuck Potter, even though I'm trying to read another book at the time, which might actually be the reason why there's only one entry in this installment of what the fuck potter jake because we are now at the time where shit starts happening like it's not bad story building it is watching the set pieces like in any of her books really if you notice the what the fuck potters 
the first 200 pages, there's three installments. Well, here's the thing, though. The the thing that I noticed the most, starting with Order of the... Well, yeah, about Order of the Phoenix is if you look at the way that she writes, like there's this exposition to fill in everything that happened previously, and it only slightly occurs in order. Well, and it was more like Dudley making fun of Harry for screaming, not Cedric. Also, it's more centered around the first half of the book. It's not something that happens all the way up till the end, because in this book, there is this book is there is a a uh a job to do the the third act is a job that must be done they have to do this thing it's all about getting that thing done instead of just muddling through things and shit just keeps happening yeah. until like the last three chapters no this one is set it has like you have like you the normal school shit your your life is normal until it's not yeah. until shit gets real so it's starting into that because would you uh, say order or goblet is more of the setup for the the ending of the story? All in all, it'd have to be order. There's parts goblet, of goblet that sets it up, like with all of the goblet. Just uh, goblet. The main thing it does is uh, show pre- you that you cannot the trust the priori incantatum. No, what it shows, but, I think, the best part about goblet is it teaches you. Like, why the fuck can't you just go to the wizard cops? Because the wizard cops, even when they're not corrupt, they're, they don't care. They're all obsessed with the status quo. Order cements that with Umbridge. Yeah. But that's, and uh, uh, Order does more about setting up the flow of how the story will end because it tells you about the, uh, the, the prophecy. It tells you about all the other little things. So, would you say in some ways that Fudge is maybe in the long run the over, could you count him as an overall villain? But because of now, his terrible, because of his, um, his actions or lack thereof is what really allowed all of this to to really happen. Yeah, it's to crib because a, he to be, crib a line from uh from the tick, the the sadly it's going off the air. I fuck it's so sad. It's such a good show. He his life is ruled by fear. He lets the fear rule his life. The fear of change, the fear of another war, the fear of losing his status, which they which is nice in like the other like the, the what was it was it the chapter of the other prime minister where it kind of sort of explains that he kind of fell into this bullshit. It's sort of like he's not he is not fucking set up for because this shit. he became minister of magic after Voldemort's downfall. If I were, well, I mean, Solely of course after, of, but yeah. I mean, like in the the months following yeah. Voldemort, basically he he became downfall. He I became, think he became he he was minister. Bush. Yeah, basically he didn't get it. He didn't get the lead because he was uh, deserving of it. It's because of the people who had power just put him there. Yeah, like yeah, he, like they they encouraged him to. You still so, yeah. need to watch the movie Vice, BT Dubs, about Dick Cheney. Oh no, yeah. thank you. you. No, 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 Bob. I know it's a fucking black comedy satirist thing of him. I it's fucking good. Eh, dude. Eh. Sam Rockwell is Bush. That should be enough to get you Fuck to watch you, it, Jake. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, that should be enough, Bob. But yeah, this fucking good. I've read. Uh, I was. I didn't get a, much read this week, thanks to work. Uh, but basically, and this idea came. Um, 
the hot uh, the only entry is a hot take this time not a, a an actual what the fuck so would you say it was a warm load i'm just gonna put that off to the side all right place a got nookie shirt over it and continue <laughs> this like i was reading uh during the uh his quidditch training with ron and the first the first lesson of the DA. Mm-hmm. This is what that hot take came from. I was like, I read like a page and I was like, I just sat it down and just fu- started fucking writing this. So Jake, in normal, in normal tradition, would you please read this next installment, which is sadly one thing of what the fuck Potter. All right. Hot take. You know, this may be one of the few books where I can't give Harry too much shit for not noticing something obvious. He alludes to the issue himself when he is explaining to Ron about how he gets a migraine every time Voldemort gets a stiffy. Get S.A. stiffy. Oh, stop. (laughs) When he remembers the warning about Voldemort's plans, he notes that he forgot all about it due to all the stuff he is dealing with Umbridge, which he equates to war and battles and the ministry going for full Torquemada. Torquemada. Spanish Inquisition. Oh, okay. Thank you. On all things, don't Torquemada, do not plead for mercy. Torquemada, do not beg forgiveness. Let's face it. You can't talk him out of anything. <laughs> yes, I know Torquemada because of History of the World Part 1. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a stand-up philosopher. Um... <laughs> So you're a bullshit artist. <laughs> Love it. B. Arthur, B. Arthur. Anyway, of course, later on, he completely forgets about the gift from Sirius and a lot of somewhat obvious things passing by undetected. Here's a list of things that Harry is dealing with right now. His father figure is ignor- ignoring him. His godfather is wanting to help and is feeling pouty because you don't want him captured. His best friends are running headlong into puberty station. That girl he likes is looking at him again. The constant reminder that she would have rather been with the guy you got killed. Guilt over said guy you got killed. The ministry trying to convince the world you are bad shit insane. The ministry sending their McCarthy by way of... (laughs) I'm going to totally butcher the name because I can hear it in my head. Gary. Thank you. Agent to abuse and punish you, someone at the ministry, or Voldemort himself, sending distinctively not ring raids to kill you. <laughs> oh, shit. Your surrogate family being straight shook by the attack of their patriarch. The fact that you you think you did it. Running a secret society slash resistance against me caring. <laughs> being forced into that role by a friend. Motherfucking having to finally sit down and take a test at this fucking school for the first time in your entire goddamn time here, Harry Potter. <laughs> so yeah, I get the hate forget in case you didn't know, dear viewers, that statement was in in all caps. Hence And a bolded. <laughs> and bolded for finally. So yeah. I get that he forgets to use a thing he never opened because he was worried about what could have happened if he tried. If It led to one of the best bits of writing that Rowling does. The simple fact that if he trusted someone and looked at the gift they gave him, he would have had an instant answer to what was going on and it would have prevented the death of his own godfather. It is really good writing and I will not be pedant Bob and it about it because Jesus Christ, look at all that shit he had on his plate. Jake. Finn. It's pedant. <laughs> But no, so yeah, who's I, a pizza file? 
But seriously, I I was just like realizing that because it would it would actually be a lot of shit. I would probably because that that is one of the things like, goddamn, if Harry just used that, he would have fucking blah blah blah. But no, the fact that he didn't realize that it existed because he chose to forget it because he did not want Sirius to get hurt. And then seeing it and realizing that it could have solved all those problems and saved Sirius's life is a fucking gut punch. And quite frankly, should have taught him to actually start observing things, but it fucking doesn't. Nope, it doesn't. <laughs> but it no, most certainly so does this not. is one of the few books you can't give him shit. It's like, why did he just overlook that? I want you to try to remember standardized testing. <laughs> now put on, you're trying to do that with a Nazi in your head, okay? And a fucking MacArthur-level sack of shit. McCarthy, not MacArthur. Um, MacArthur's the park. <laughs> and, yeah, all that shit you're dealing with, of fucking course you wouldn't think of it again. There are so many things that could have sa- uh, fixed things in this setup, but nah, of course he never thought of it because he was fucked. So yeah, hopefully the next... Ins- Hold on, wait. <clears throat> wow, my... I really hope that audio got picked up because I couldn't hear it. Um, hopefully, hopefully there will be more of a uh, uh, pulling. You know what, Jake? Fuck it. We're gonna do this the best way. So, since you guys can't see what I am doing right now, you don't know that I am pulling out <laughs> some super fight because it's been almost. It's been a long time. Yeah. There was the shit we did with uh, Claywell and Omar, and that was the last goddamn time. Was it? Yes. Oh, wow. So we're going to top deck this shit, all right? We're going to tip dick it, all right? All right, Jake. And we're also going to bust out the challenge deck. So the challenge. Most likely to make it through a dungeon full of traps and mermaids. Okay, so here's what you're going to do. Pick one of these stacks. You take the first one off that one, and I'll take the first off the other one. Okay. And then reverse. All right, so we are most likely to make it through a dungeon full of traps and... I have to draw a random character card. So I have Gandhi wearing (laughs) rocket boots. Oh! Oh, that might... What do you got? Miley Cyrus hiding behind a sphinx. Not wielding Mjolnir. Fuck off, Jacob. <laughs> we are not having that discussion. Wasn't it Miley on Cyrus air. also? Yes, it was Miley Cyrus. You <laughs> fucking cunt. Um, hmm. Miley Cyrus still was not. Jake, shut the fuck up. We are not. Ha- Jake, <laughs> see we are not really having that off. angry. <laughs> yes, because you're completely no. <laughs> I'm sorry, once you're wielding the old hair, you are Thor. <laughs> Fuck you. No, you're... <laughs> no, Jake. <sighs> it's obvious the character was the comic book Thor, okay? If you're working on that, being able to wield Mjolnir means you are now Thor because Thor is trapped inside the hammer and takes over your body. So if someone can wield Mjolnir... They become Thor. The end. I'm sure Miley Cyrus. She has becomes wielded. Thor. Who I'm, gives a shit? I'm, if she is wielding, she is there for Jake. They I'm have sure no she, idea what we're talking about. Let's I, stop this. I'm sure that she's wielded plenty that ended up Jake, inside her. That's just. 
that's just shit. All right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> you're only saying that because you're super pissed. Not. Nah, I can be pissed and realize just. Oh yeah, let's just. Yeah, she's fucked. Ha 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 ha. Where's the joke? And she has fucked. That's my point on that. Yeah. I can and be angry about. Thor. I can be angry about that and still find that crass mark just boring as fuck. I can hold two thoughts. Can you though? So. <laughs> I'm going to... God damn, Jake, you're making this horrible. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Bob's like PTSD. You're over here twitching. I am so... I just... I just I'm just. I'm trying not to go on a rant. <laughs> My heart is, Jake. That's why I keep <laughs> laughing because I've got to keep hoping that you're going to go on a rant because I'm sitting over here chuckling. No, because you know that I know that you know that you no, really no, no. want to rant. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. <laughs> the problem is the fact that we're trying to record this. If it was just me and you sat here, we'd be getting into it, okay? But the problem is, all I can think of in the back of my head of, I want to start ranting about this, is also, fuck, why would I, I want to rant, but then I'd have to stop to goddamn explain it to the audience, to the five people who listen. Like, it would just be annoying to do, so I'm sitting there torn between the two bullshitteries, so, yeah. Anyway, who would win? Who would most likely... To make it through a dungeon full uh, full of traps and mermaids. Quite frankly, Gandhi Rock and Rocket Boots. Well, that's going to be pretty easy. Yeah. The Sphinx will, is it actually itself a walking trap, so technically. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, so God. she's hiding behind a trap. Uh, she would never be able to get to the traps because, because the, Sphinx... the Sphinx would not let her pass without solving but... the riddle. I don't know, but she she would first if she's hiding behind the Sphinx. Yes, she's behind the Sphinx. How is she going to make it through a a dungeon full of? Because the Sphinx has to be in motion. No, no, no. The Sphinx is standing there. She's hiding behind the Sphinx, so she has to try to get through the dungeon. She is currently hiding behind the Sphinx. She tries to get past the Sphinx to go through the dungeon. She has to answer a riddle. (laughs) So she has three fucking traps. Gandhi wins! Much better than the last time Gandhi came up. (laughs) Still same result last time Miley Cyrus came up. No, we actually stopped playing, Jake. We were yelling at each other for 30 fucking minutes. Yeah, but it wasn't just me and you. Yeah, all three of us were yelling. Okay. (laughs) We are all in the Tour de France. Okay, so. Who do you got? No, I'm not. Don't even look. Oh. Hmm. You first. A manticore. Oh shit! Driving a flying car. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> flying car. Saruman. I have fucking Saruman <laughs> riding a battle buddy. They're both riding shit. <laughs> okay, here. I mean, a car is gonna go faster than a bat. Well, depending uh, on which way you're talking about going faster. It's going to go faster than what a battle What the bunny. fuck does that even mean? Bunny. Oh, my God, Jake. That is. Oh, my God. He needs another brushing. <laughs> yes. I finally got a, a good deal of it gone, but it's starting to you know pop the first out thing again. I said, you know the first thing I said to mom? <laughs> See, that's. I was, a... like, I was like, he doesn't look so fat. <laughs> yeah, because the fur. Because <laughs> he lost some weight. Yeah, we've been she feeding said him. That, yeah. yeah, that's what she said. 
Someone I mean, like literally, that's what mom said. Was that you yeah. guys stop feeding? And also, he looks less fat because he fucking is losing his fur. <laughs> like we, his yeah, winter coats. Losing, yeah. So, you have a manacore driving a flying car in a bike race, <laughs> and I have a battle. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, a, mom, on a I battle, have buddy. the most powerful wizard. And you have either a new tattoo idea or a new drawing. Just like your Picard on a dragon, you can do Saruman on a battle bunny. Or my wizard uh, using magic to activate a baking soda volcano to the amazement of a T-Rex. Someone at work had me. like, I was like, dude, fucking I need something to draw. He's like, okay. He tossed out word salad and I drew it. (laughs) Well, the thing is, how do you do amazement? Like, you know, you're... But T Rex have tiny arms, so I gave him stick arms. So like, it was like little stick hands. So he's like, oh, <laughs> Let me see Dude, if I have that's it. hilarious. <laughs> oh yeah, riding on the unicycle. I forgot he was needing to ride a unicycle. <laughs> so Dude, just the T Rex by itself it is fucking is so dumb. good. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> Dude. Yeah, that's a good tattoo so, yeah, idea. That's... There you go. You're just the T Rex with the... Saruman. On... I am wanting to work on my fantasy. No, no. Epitome's <laughs> thinking of uh, having her do. She does like some really good geometric designs. Mm-hmm. Having her do an abolith, do a whole fucking leg sleeve of it. An abolith. Okay, we're gonna have to pause this because I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about my favorite character in D and D. It's a monster. It is called an abolith. It is a psychic fish. It uh-huh. is an aberration. It has existed. It was the first sentient thing on the planet. Okay? So it was a god before there were gods. Well, the primordials and the uh, tit- and the titans and the gods had their war. <clears throat> and because of that, the abolists got shunted off, and they are pissed because they were gods. Here's the problem with that. Sure, you think that was eons ago. You know, who would fucking remember that? Abolists have perfect genetic memory. What one knows, all subsequent abolists know. And here's also a shitty thing. Abolists can't really die. Once they die, they reform on the elemental plane of water a month later. Remembering exactly who fucking killed them. And also, you know how most, uh, if they're on a... Elemental plane, that means if you just go to the elemental plane and kill them, they're dead dead. Because that's their plane of origin. No. The elemental plane of water is not their origin. They are from the material world. So they just flat can't fucking die. Mm. Also, they can, uh, within a mile, control people's thoughts. They're a a Lovecraftian horror. As in, like, they will... They will make you think that they'll start sending thoughts and dreams to you mm-hmm. if you're a mile from their lair or from w- any water they can get into because they're big fucking fish. Um, and if you fight one, they will curse you in the worst way possible. If Making you me become a Republican? No, even worse. <laughs> um, because their whole thing is just breaking down your mental barriers after a time. Which you think, hey, you run into an abolith, you figure this out, you just run on land. They'll never get near you. Except, if you fight an abolith, there's like a 75% chance they will coach you in their icker, 
which will make you unable to breathe air anymore and only breathe water. Guess where water is? Like, Avalis are just fucked up. And, yeah, they're they're one of my favorite fucking monsters in D&D just because there's so much shit you can do with them. And, God, they're so fun. And I absolutely, like, uh, I was wanting to work on a... Uh, what I was uh, a a game, one of the games I was thinking of, it was gonna start like when we were still playing our game. How you were gonna have me take over? I was gonna start by introducing you guys to the Chul, like their little mindless servant things, and that was gonna be the whole campaign. Was you guys getting the on the shit list of an Abolith? And the only and the the ending I was hoping for was well. An Abolith is an undying, unkillable thing. What else is an undying, unkillable thing? Other than a Tarrasque? No. Exactly a Tarrasque. Oh, okay. So what I was going to end up having, <clears throat> like, like I was going to make this whole convoluted thing to her. I was watching WebDM when they were talking about a Tarrasque. And they're like, you know what? Like, if you use it as sort of like a, uh, like, you can use a Tarrasque in multiple ways. They're... they're by definition, just a apocalypse machine. Well, what if a Tarrasque in that in that concept of being an apocalypse machine is a tool of the gods? So he is like a fucking Godzilla or kaiju that you had to wake up to go after and just that's kind of cool and just lead to the Abolith because a Tarrasque can't die without a wish spell, but if it attacks the Abolith, it gets coded in its icker. It can no longer breathe air. So it'll be forced to stay beneath the waves, constantly killing an abolith that gets super pissed at it, and constantly coming back. It can't fucking surface anymore. So that was kind of going to be the whole end of you guys leading a Tarrasque to a super abolith. Like, yeah, I was fucking jonesing for that, but sadly. And, like, every time I think of a campaign, it's there's an abolith in there. Yeah, There's an abolith somewhere. Like, the current one I'm, I'm trying to workshop of... Uh, like there's this concept in Planewalkers, uh, or Planescape. Planewalkers are the Magic the Gathering people, but uh, of uh, a city called Sigil it is the ne- it's like the nexus of all planes. Mm-hmm. It's a city where you don't fuck with the lady who runs it, because she is just terrifying. So I was like, you know what? I kind of want a way because that way, if your team, if your game ever wants to play something else, it's just a island that existed everywhere. It was a hunk of sigil that a god won in a bet, which would be hard to explain because the lady of doors hates. Fu- anyway, <clears throat> but yeah, it was just going to be this little section that that. All right, if you guys want to switch over to uh, uh, go to. Uh, Starfinder, we can go to that. We can, you know, it, it's a nexus point of everywhere, so you guys want to play a different game? We can play a different game. We can yeah. either use the same characters, or we can bring people over, and it's a way to just just smash everyone together. Like, I don't know, some Pugmire characters in there. and uh, Which we still haven't done. Yeah. Fucking hell. <clears throat> and one of the things on there is... Uh, like there's like the surface level shit. There's an undercity, and there's gonna be like three dragons that live there. One of which is the dockmaster, who is secretly a green dragon pirate. 
one's stuck in the undercity part of it because, you know, kind of like Chicago and place like that where you just grow the city on top of it. And some of it, you know, how Chicago's on a mire, so some of it's just underground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just shit like that. And then the deep, deep, deep below is a, uh, a bunch of illithids trying to invade. But the problem is they try to invade at a place where an abolith was sleeping. So now they're all just they're, it's it's the uh, oh god, I just realized it's a microcosm of the uh, of the war between uh, fiends and demons, because the whole thing about fiends and demons is they keep each other in check. Mm-hmm. They're constantly warring, so they're not. <clears throat> that's the same thing. The only reason the Illithids haven't taken over the upper is because they're fu- trying to deal with a fucking uh, abolith and vice versa. And I'm thinking about to start like the the under under part, right. the deep dark below, is the Abolith is able to talk to them when they're in the under mm-hmm. common area. So yeah, it's hmm. yeah, I, I have so many. I just fucking hate that it keeps falling apart every time I try to make this game. Ugh. How about one more round? Sorry, sorry, I went into sure. a D and D rant. One more yep, round so good. you can get yeah. get your ass gone. Sorry about that, guys. I was having fun. I actually Wait. think I might get a tattoo while I'm in. Uh... While I'm in Japan. Uh, no. Why? Jake? What? You know how out here it's more of a moral thing people are about tattoos? There it's actually a societal thing. You are basically a gangster. That's the that's a social perception. You're not going to be able to find a good place to get a tattoo. I already have somebody scouting for places. <laughs> You're not going to find a good place. That's all I'm going to... Uh, that's my my take on it, is it's going to be hard. Okay? All right, the last round. Who can survive the longest in a desert? I have... A mimic... <laughs> can summon anything from a martial arts catalog. <laughs> okay. I have a horde of orcs. Literally wearing heart on sleeve. <laughs> and this isn't a fight. This is who can survive the longest. Well, you know what's in martial arts catalogs? Pictures of people. A mimic can just summon a meal. <laughs> yeah, no, a horde You're of horses. Fucked. Yeah. You're just straight fucked. <laughs> Ooh, the other one would have been good. All right, let's do it. No, no. Jousting. Oh. <laughs> no, no, is it in that setup? It would have been a good one. Gotcha. All right. I don't know. A horde of orcs would still lose, even though it's a horde of them. Their heart oh, is on their fu- sleeve. Yeah, but it's a horde. While the mimic's eating one, you can kill it. It takes a mimic a while. It's a strength contest. Like, it'll take a while for a mimic to kill. Yeah. Oh, and uh, one of the things I wanted to start on that, that you know, create a city that is going to be the entire campaign. Right. Was, well, what if you're walking down an alleyway? You go to open up a door and it eats you because that door was a mimic. That. Hmm. Like if you're walking down an alleyway and see a door with a bunch of like weird, like dried stains around it, run. Because the mimics don't have to be in a dungeon, they just have to be <laughs> hidden. And a mimic doesn't have to be a chest. It could be fucking anything. It could be a couch, okay? You could have a fucking chair sitting there like it's Pee-wee's fucking playhouse, all right? And then it eats his ass. (laughs) 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 So. 
I think I spend too much time on Twitter because if you say eat his ass, I'm not thinking of like, yeah. Oh, my God. That is about it. I'm going to – I do not want to watch my brother do that. All right? He is making the licky, looky faces. Okay. Oh, shit. We didn't talk about the fucking naked Hagrid picture. <laughs> Dude, that picture was hilarious. You know the worst? I actually started working on a sorting hat song, uh, limerick. I have part of it. Not all of it. And you can tell the you can tell the people I know by the fucking responses I got on that Facebook post. A couple no. A couple why? And then the rest are fuck yes. <laughs> so that's about a gonna do it for this episode of Brothers Quarrel. Shit, you usually take over after this part, don't you? Oh well. If Shit. If you want to reach Thank out you, to Jay, us, because I am fucking, gone. you can find us on the Twitter machine at ABQ Podcast, capital A, capital B, capital Q Podcast. Believe it or not, <laughs> you can also email us brothersquarrel at gmail dot com and check the website that's not under construction because it is live, but still, but also under I construction because we haven't added anything. First time, but it's abqpodcast.net dot net, and it'll feel like the first time, the very first time. Jake, you tried to wink, but you blinked. You just... <laughs> Bob, I would climb any mountain. Nah. 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 Because if that's what it takes for me to get you, baby. Or to get to you, baby? Whatever no. it is. To prove how much you mean to me, because the next part is sell Thank across you. the stormy sea. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have to do the wave thing. Okay? You have to. Jesus Christ, Jake. And then you can to also fucking Jake, 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 please, for the love of To show how much you mean to me. Where's your button? I'm going to fucking turn <laughs> off your mic. Um, <laughs> and if you have the time, please rate and review it on iTunes. Share it with your friends, your friend. Like, come on, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you're listening to us, you might not have many. All right. It's It could be projecting, but oh, wait, never mind. I don't listen to the podcast, so I can't. I was about ready to say, we don't have many, and we listen to it. <laughs> or have more friends than me actually listen to the podcast. Do you really want to be comparable to me? Is that they what might. you want with your life, people? They might. All right? You don't want to be like me. They might. Nobody wants to be like me. I don't want to be like me. So don't be like me. Okay. Share it. Listen to it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. So, until next time, and hopefully after my fucking existential crisis, <laughs> we here at A Brother's Crow would like to remind you that no one ever truly wins an argument. Unless it involves a picture of Hagrid with the sorting hat over his junk and he's bare naked on a bearskin rug with a fire in the background. That's an automatic argument winner. Are you sure about that, Jacob? Mm -hmm. Because that, that was pretty long. 